0: Hello, Octane Nation. It's Coach Dave here. For you first-time listeners, my name's Dave Jimenez, and I am joined each week by my co-host Randy Messman. We're a couple of endurance coaches from the North Texas area who uh, really just like podcasting and coaching athletes. and. Seeing people cross finish lines and doing things they never thought they can do, and uh, we're a part of a four-coach team of coaches that we call Octane Athletics Training Systems. To learn more about us, head out to octane-athletics.com slash coaching. Uh, there's a profile for each of us on that page, and if you like what you see, you can sign up for a free, no-obligation consultation with one of us. So, fill out the form, let us know what you're up to, uh, give us a little bit about your background, and uh, we'll reach out, sit down with you for coffee or on the phone for 30-45 minutes, talk your plan over with you and uh, kind of where you're heading, give you some feedback and general direction, and uh, hopefully set you on the right course. So uh, take advantage of it. We love doing it. We wouldn't offer if we didn't want to do it. So hop on out there to octane-athletics.com and give us a ring. This and every episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gatorade Endurance. Gatorade Endurance is uh, a special formula Gatorade for endurance athletes. It's not the stuff you'll find in the gas station or at the grocery store. Uh, you will find it in specialty retail stores locally here in the Dallas-Walt Worth area. I know Tri Shop carries it. Um, you can also get it on Amazon.com if you're a Prime member. The shipping on it is free. And probably the biggest reason to use this, although outside of the fact that it's, uh, it's just good stuff, is that... It is on course at many of the biggest races that you guys are going to participate in throughout the year. So any, any big marathon like Boston, New York, Chicago, Dallas, those are all Gatorade Endurance events. Also, the Rock and Roll Half Marathon Marathon Series is a Gatorade Endurance event, as well as the North American Ironman events also have uh, Gatorade Endurance on course. So uh, for those of you who have raced before, you know it's always good to try the things that are going to be on course. And so I highly recommend you guys getting some Gatorade Endurance and giving it a shot in your training to know that it'll work with you on course, and that way you can trust what's out there. Go out and try some Gatorade Endurance. Hello, Randy Messman.
1: Hello, David.
0: Uh, I've missed you. It's been too long.
1: I have yearned for the company <laughs> of David and <laughs> <My names. laughs> even if it's virtually.
0: The sound of The sound of my voice?
1: The sound of your voice, the... The calmness of your presence.
0: Oh, yeah. When we used to be super calm.
1: (laughs) Eat flapjacks together.
0: I almost, you know, I tried to go have some pancakes this morning at Original Pancake House. Have you ever been there? It's really good. Um, Um,
1: There's one in Fort Worth I've been to, but I don't know if there's one in
0: in Dallas. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. But anyway, I pull up at 6 o'clock, and of course, they're not open. What kind of breakfast place isn't open at 6 o'clock?
1: They weren't open at 6 a.m.?
0: No, it's closed. A, they don't open till six thirty, which is stupid. They didn't
1: get your money.
0: Didn't get my business.
1: I like I like pancakes. I shouldn't eat pancakes, but I love them. Like my yeah, my yeah, worst. The worst thing is like um, the IHOP all you can eat when they run that special. Yeah, Man. I don't you know go to
0: IHOP, but I know what you mean.
1: It's flour. I mean, it's like the worst possible thing you could put in your body. It's flour, like high fructose corn syrup, butter. Dude, it's
0: sugar on top of sugar. The way the body yeah. sees it, it's sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar. Because <laughs> as soon as it processes the pancake itself, it turns it into sugar, and then you top it with sugar. I mean, the only, really the healthiest thing on the plates the butter the you butter. put on the pancake.
1: <laughs> I guess there's a little bit of protein in it from the milk, but still. Yeah,
0: trace trace levels, right?
1: Trace, that's right. So what did you eat for breakfast?
0: I went to Starbucks, and I just had a banana nut loaf and my cold brew coffee. What happened
1: to and your, um, uh, used to be it. an oatmeal guy with the with the cranberries?
0: Yeah, you know, I'm really actually, wasn't even supposed to eat the banana nut loaf, but um, I did. I've been trying to do this ketogenic thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, I don't know if you've... You you likely know all kinds of things about that cuz you research that kind of stuff more than I do but
1: Well, I've tried it, too.
0: It's brutal, man. Like I've been feeling like I've got the flu, so Oh yeah. the only way to the only way to remedy it is to like eat some carbohydrates. So this right. morning I've, I I got almost no sleep last night and so this morning I'm like I can't make it through this day feeling this way, so I went ahead and got the banana nut loaf and yeah, had that with my coffee and I felt a little better but still you know, I'm still going through that <laughs> ready phase to punch, of
1: it. Punch somebody in the throat.
0: I'm just ready to basically just. I don't give up on a lot of shit, but this ketogenic thing is one of those things like it's it's testing me for sure. But
1: well, it's really difficult too if you have any. T- I mean, like if you're in a vacuum in a box and you don't have to worry about anything um, except for doing keto then yeah. it's fine, but if you throw in regular life stress, it gets really difficult. Exactly,
0: I, yeah, exactly, and we're living with the in-laws in Haslett, Um commuting from, you know, people that listen to this that don't live here don't know how far that is, but it's 48 miles each way to work. In, at, in you know, So, Yeah, so it's three to four hours in the car, so doing... Keto while well, I'm, it was a, it's a bat, it wasn't, I didn't exactly choose the best time to, to go with this thing. So,
1: well, you know, um, I was, it's kind of ironic or coincidental that you mentioned that because I kind of, I've kind of gone that way this week, except I guess, I don't know if you could really call it keto because I'm not like peeing on a stick, so I don't know if I'm actually in ketosis, but I've been just doing uh, proteins and fats. So basically anything that's natural. So I'll eat like the salmon yeah. and the vegetables and then a bunch of fruit. So like for dinner, I had like a, an entire rotisserie chicken with some salad and some fruit. So uh, we'll yeah. see if that works.
0: The keto thing, like you don't do the keto test for like, they tell you like you wait like two weeks and then you start to try to figure out if you're there. Cause it takes that long for the body to even attempt to get there. And of course with my adding of a banana left this morning, you might as well Yeah, you know, you, basically start that all over again. But
1: if you're training though, you go into it way quicker. Um because when well, you I, don't yeah. yeah, because you're burning you're burning through your, your uh your glucose and glycogen storage. Basically that's when your body kicks into ketosis is when you're out. So oh,
0: interesting. Okay. So well, the only it, workouts I've been doing have been uh well Honestly, with this commute, it's really. Uh, I'm making a lot of excuses, and I'm not an excuse guy, but. You're doing kegels, um,
1: right? <laughs>
0: Fuck. You can, you can do. What's wrong
1: with you? You can work out on the road, kegels.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody, Google kegels and and figure out well, why they, people do them.
1: They know. They know what they are.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway. By the way, I do appreciate the the use of that exercise so uh, <laughs> uh yeah so i've been the workouts i have been doing have been few and far between but i've been trying to do those fasted as well so to try to accelerate this thing but yeah i think what i'm going to do is we move into the house monday supposedly hopefully and um i think i'm gonna really being that my commute's going to go from two hours each way to 15 to 20 minutes each way. I'm going to have a lot more time to focus on this. I'm going to be in my own kitchen. I'm going to, you know, have the ability to, you know, buy the right groceries. I'm going to have time to cook. Those kinds of things work out. So um, I'm probably going to really kind of hit it hard and do it again. I read I read that book, Primal Blueprint by Sisson. Mark Sisson, have you read that?
1: Uh, I have read his blog. I haven't read the book. But I kind of get – he's kind of got like uh, – if you want to lose, he's got some like categories of the number of carbs you take in. So if you Mm -hmm. want to maintain your fat level, you, you're taking like 150 grams and, and you know, you'd lower it down and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm very familiar. I'm not. Yeah. Mark's daily apple,
0: marksdailyapple.com is the blog for those that are listening to our banter here and want to check it out. But his book's called Primal Blueprint, which is really about his path to getting you to ketogenic state, which is, really just burning fat as a fuel and super low carbohydrates, like 50 grams of carb a day. And it comes from uh, vegetables mostly. So super restrictive. I told a friend of mine who asked me about it yesterday that I'm not sure how sustainable this is. And you know, my thing on this it's like, if it's not sustainable, then like it almost doesn't make sense, but I wanted to try it. So, well,
1: but I think that, I think stuff like this has its place because you can use stuff like this to kind of springboard and, and, like, if you're mm-hmm. not working out, I think a, a ketogenic or a low carb, lower-carbohydrate diet is really good. I mean, if you look, yeah. like, if you, like, every once in a while I'll see, like, this is what The Rock eats or this is what Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. eats. And it's almost yeah. always, like, very low-carbohydrate, at least in the afternoon and evenings. Um, yeah. So I think it's just, you know, as long as you're getting good protein sources. And, I mean you're probably getting more vitamins than you've ever gotten before if you're eating a bunch of green vegetables and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. What is I'm it,
0: more impressed with is, like, what Andrew Weaver's eating because, you know, the guy went from a 9-point-something nine, a nine A1C to a low fives, which those of you who don't know who he is, you know.
1: He's in town right he's, now.
0: Yeah. He's, uh, he's probably he like, like a 10 minutes with, from you. With J.C. Harris and uh, it's a pretty good podcast, um, Back of the Pack Endurance, but he was, you know, back on the diabetes, type 2 diabetes thing and uh, and here since the first of the year and with Iron Fire as a Kickstarter, I think, a little bit, and he's already dropped his A1C down like almost in half, which yeah. I've been down that exact path before personally, so it's super impressive, especially that timeline. It took me... A year, and it took him months, which is pretty awesome. And he's doing it really with no sugar, no grain, which is really just another low carbohydrate. Yeah, it's uh, they're a horse of
1: a a different color. Exactly. Um, Yeah, but I think you know whatever works for you and whatever you you use to as a springboard to get back into it. Because frankly, I was I was pretty lower carb until we really started ramping up the intensity for um, Austin last year. Mm And it wasn't really until then that I really started to add in carbs. But the problem with that is, is I was really doing really good. But once you go back to kind of eating whatever you want or, you yeah. know, higher processed sugars, it's super hard. And I'm trying to deal with that, like, right now is trying to back off because I've gained, God, I've gained, like, 15, 20 pounds back. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, like, 215 now, and I'm not liking it. But that yeah, also so probably has to like- do with to- I don't work out anymore. Well, I have worked just, out.
0: Just, you. well, you're doing okay. I'm, I still peak at your training peaks, but, I mean, you're not hitting it six days a week, but you're getting better than you were once the whole Ironman Texas news came down, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Yeah. But to, to dovetail into your point, like, once you so kind of go back to that, to, you know, you trigger that thing in the brain that makes you crave the sugar. Like, yeah, that- it's hard yeah i don't know what it is but i'm not smart enough to know exactly what the hormone or the drug or the chemical that gets released but especially being in the office now and we have you know it's both a blessing and a curse because we take they take good care of us here but they also don't take such good care of us because Mm -hmm. you know we have canisters of candy you know right next to the apples and the bananas but You know, you're stuck with that choice, and you're like, well, most of the time I get the banana, but every once in a while I'll slip a Twix or Whoppers in there.
1: (laughs) Well, I just came from a, I guess you could call it a trade show or conference or school or whatever in Tulsa. And like, so they would put out like mid morning snacks and mid afternoon snacks. And one of the things they put out were the, you know, like the big cookies, the ones that are like three quarters of an inch thick and probably (laughs) the size of like a salad plate.
0: So So it's a brownie. It's a pan of brownies, which you're describing to me.
1: It's it's those really awesome, huge, crusty on the top, soft in the middle. You know, cookies, right? And dude, those things you might as well like just you know dangle black tar heroin in front of a a junkie because (laughs) I was just looking at that. But I did good. I didn't eat any. But I I just did. You know what? I'm not tracking my calories right now. But like for breakfast, I just had eggs and. I had eggs, bacon, and fruit. And uh, then for lunch, I had uh, salad, um, chicken, and uh, I had two salads, actually, chicken and uh, asparagus, which um, was okay. And then for dinner, I had barbecue. So whatever. I'm just trying to – I'm not trying to really jump into it, like, fully right now. I'm just trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to, A, start a workout, and B – just get full off of better foods and then Yeah,
0: I heard your podcast with John and you were saying that your goal now is just start and let it let what happens happens and I think that's a really honestly to be honest dude, I think it's a pretty brilliant way to go at it. It's like especially with you right now not having I mean we need to get into this Texas thing, but yeah, you know, you shifting from Ironman Texas to Louisville gives you some more time. So right now you'd be in the thick of things if you were still doing Texas. Yeah. Um but being that you do have a little more time, I think you know you went through that little slump and you hit a valley. But this whole your whole goal of just start and then let yeah. the let what let what happens happens is really smart, man. Like. I, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna steal that idea once next week gets here because like I said my training has gone to shit and I've got this mountain bike race in a month and a half and I'm no I'm nowhere near ready to ride 62 miles on a mountain bike so yeah well,
1: I, I actually heard it from uh, I think Craig Alexander was the, was the one that says he starts every workout like he doesn't necessarily finish every workout but he always starts every workout and so I didn't even I didn't really even like have like there was no structure to it. It was just like my main goal um, was it two days ago just get on the treadmill. That's it. And once I was on there, I was on there for an hour, which was good. But I mean, it's
0: impressive, dude. Because like I can't, I I hate the treadmill so much that it's hard for me to get thirty minutes on there. It's not, and it's not a fitness thing. I just don't like the hamster wheel.
1: Yeah, I I just dig listening to music sometimes and just like zoning out and just being there. Um, Yeah. No, I kind of like the trainer, and I like the I like the treadmill. But I also, I love I love riding outside. I just am scared to ride outside, just because yeah, I don't especially get, by yourself. I just don't want to get killed.
0: No, it's, it's a good point. It's tough, We're man, a, especially where we live because it's not exactly bike friendly.
1: No, they um, they don't care for that.
0: Well, I'm in the city I'm moving to, Capel, Like there was a thing in the news about. You know, I
1: just saw that on Facebook.
0: Cyclists, yeah, cyclists, there are like freaking out because it's getting bad over there. It used to be a really pretty good place to ride, but it's getting harder nowadays. It's getting harder all over the place. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's almost worth going out to TMS and riding out there where you're relatively safe. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> anyway, we've brought it up a couple of times. Let's talk about this Texas thing. So. Yeah. Um. You hit me up a couple, three weeks ago, I guess it was, and you're like, "Man, can't believe this," but and finish. You can finish the story.
1: Yeah, so I was, so I've been going back and forth. I've got a, a daughter that's a senior, and uh, she lives up in Nebraska with her, uh, with her mom, and uh, so we've been going back and forth. You know, going through the here's my senior pictures and everything, and this is the weekend that I graduate, and so we're texting. And I looked at the date, and I'm like, "Why does that date seem so familiar?" And then it just <laughs> it just dawned on me. I'm like, "Well, so this is either the weekend before or the weekend after Iron Man Texas." And then I looked it up, and sure enough, it was actually the same day. So,
0: yeah, I would have been dropping some f bombs too. Oh, so.
1: Well, and I mean, it's such a, a it's such a privileged person's problem, but it, at the same time, <laughs> it was kind of like. I, you know, I'm prone to depression, you know, I'm not going to lie about that. I know, um, you've talked about that in great length recently and, and it just, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, when you're working for something and, you know, you, you've just had, you, when you plan out your whole life, uh, really around something, cause you're having to move work things and trying to, trying to get in the training mm-hmm. and, I don't think I was in a, a super solid emotional place anyway, because it seems like since Christmas, I've, I've just kind of been, you know, in a state of malaise as far as my emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just crushed me. I mean, literally just crushed me. I'm just like I was devastated. Um, and
0: Dude, you've been like, let's not I mean, let's not be short-sighted about this. You've had your eyes on this for like three years. So, yeah, I get yeah. it. I'm like, I totally get it. Trust me. <laughs>
1: And, uh, you know, it I mean, was... it's
0: not like, you know, yes, you just registered for it a few months back, but I mean, this is, this is the prize you've had your eyes on since Austin yeah. two years ago.
1: Yeah. This was the ultimate goal it, from the first time I, you know, signed up for the, uh, sprint triathlon, you know, it was, I got motivated to do that by watching a video of, uh, the Hoyts, um, mm-hmm. and that it was, the footage was from Kona and so ultimately, that was like I want to do that. If he can, if they can do that, I can do that. And so, you know, like you said, it's been in, at least, if not in the forefront, you know, in the in the middle part of my mind for you know the better part of three years. So it was just, it was tough. But I think the way I responded to it was just, um, just over the top. You know, I just was like, I want. I immediately wanted to feel better, and for me that my history is, um, you know, food. So I immediately Mm -hmm. just went to the food and the sweets. um, Yeah. With absolutely reckless abandon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, you know, when you hit me with it, it's like I tried to, I was trying to, like, it's going to be fine, man. You know, don't sweat it. You're making the right decision. But, I mean, I knew, I I mean, I knew how hard that was. So I, I definitely have an appreciation for it. But, you know, to put a positive spin on it, you know, Iron Man was cool with you, right? So you emailed them, and they transferred you out of Texas and into Louisville. So they were very really responsive. no harm, no foul. Just a just a different race, and actually, uh, I think probably for you, for what it's worth, as a as your coach, I think Louisville may be a better race for you. So, uh,
1: and and I think you're right, and I know that you were reticent to say, yeah, go for Texas to begin with, because I don't. I don't perform as well in the heat and obviously the humidity and you know, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. There wasn't, there wasn't a ton of races still open, but I will say for Ironman, I I literally got an email back within hours of sending my first email and you know, they just said, they basically said, yes, we can do this. And are you sure? And because you can only do it once. Right. Um, and and if you, and if you transfer and then want a refund, it, that's a no go. So I had to pay fifty bucks extra. But um, I mean, it was it was really a seamless transition. And well, you know, you can. There's a few, um, I guess, caveats to the rule, but they spell them out pretty clearly. But um, you know, no one can. It's weird. No one can transfer into Ironman Texas, but people can transfer out of it. Um, well, so, that's because it's sold out. Yeah. yeah. Well, even yeah. when it well, wasn't sold out, you still can't transfer into it. I don't know
0: why. Uh, interesting. Well, here's the here's the reality of it. Two years ago, you'd have been stuck like Chuck. Like they'd have been like, "Well, sorry about your luck, right?" So, here's your I'm, hundred, I'm just glad that back. they've. Yeah, yeah, I'm just glad that they've sort of opened things up to where they can be more sort of an, um, amenable to amenable, whatever that word is. Um, yeah. Be more I flexible for people when yeah. things arise and. They took care of you, so that's good.
1: Yes. So. so I was happy about that, but I'm still, you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm climbing out of the hole. I know for sure, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm doing it in really small bites at this point, um, just because I just don't think for myself and knowing myself, I just can't be like, okay, I'm back on my fitness pal, logging everything. Okay, I'm back, you know doing a two and a half hour brick every Monday or, you know, I just, I'm just not there at this point, but I know I need Mm. to do something. So that's just, I'm just trying to move and, and, and not, you know, wallow in this self pity and self loathing, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, one other thing I could recommend to you is, you know, just sort of do some math and keep in the front of your, in the front of your mind how many weeks out Louisville is, because that'll help. Yeah, you know, that'll that'll help you. Yeah. Well, you still then, you still have that out there. And it's well, it's a ways off, you know, just always have that in the back of your mind. Like, well, this thing's 30 weeks away. This things right. 29 weeks away. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's 24 weeks away. That's six months. Right. I got to get off my ass.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think that's kind of what happened with, you know, Andy and John. You know, I was talking to John mm-hmm. about this and he's just like, you know, it seems so far away and then all of a sudden it wasn't and then you just have that sudden realization like i was in college and so i was rooming with a buddy of mine i was a, my freshman year second semester and we had a buddy that lived the floor above us and he comes down and he's like i'm done and we're like what do you mean he's like i'm done i'm 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 going to leave college and they're like why and he's like well i'm failing all my classes and i was like okay and uh, he's like, yeah, you can only miss four English classes or you fail. And I was like, how many have you missed? He's like, nine. <laughs> and I was like, oops. But, you know, he that was his point of like, okay, this is done, and there's zero chance that I can, you know, move forward. And I just i can't allow myself to get to that
0: point. Um, Dude, it would be like if Texas hits you hard, imagine if you just – laid back, and, you know, didn't snap out of this funk that you've been in, and all of a sudden you wake up one morning and Louisville's here, and you haven't, you know, you didn't, you know, you you wake up and you're like, I didn't do the work. Mm-hmm. It's going to be worse, man. So, like oh, I yeah. said, the well, thing I'd recommend that maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah, the thing I'd recommend that maybe you haven't done yet is just put it on your calendar, man. Yeah. Hell, we'll put it in Training Peaks, you know, And I'm just... Shows up in your inbox every Monday. It says okay, you know, thirty two weeks, thirty one. You know, it's that right. way. You just gotta keep it in front of you, you know, because that'll yeah. help, man. It helped me. Like when I didn't want to train, I would. I had that in my calendar, and I was like, oh well, shit, man, I'm you know, sixteen weeks out, like, c- gotta go get this trainer ride right in. I know I just worked the long day, but you know,
1: well, have you ever? I mean, it sounds like you have, but I mean, has there ever been a point? Because for me, I do this, and I started doing it. Well, one for the the physical um, aspects and the mental, you know, aspects of it. But have you ever just got to the point where you're like, this is just not fun anymore? Um, mm-hmm. And yep. what what did you do to kind of get the fun back? Um,
0: uh, different things. So um, if it was like if I didn't want to get on the tri bike, uh, for example, like that happens. Like, I just don't want to ride that bike right now. Mm-hmm. I would just, I would go, I'd get the mountain bike out and I wouldn't go do the workout obviously, but I would just go get the mountain bike out. And cause like, I don't even know if you know that you and I've talked about this, but like, that's really my endurance sort of history. Like if you go all the way back, like that's the closest thing that to endurance sports I did before I was 35 years old. So like back in college, I would mountain bike almost every day. So For me, like, go out there. If I didn't want to ride the tri bike and get on the trainer or go get on the tri bike and go do hill repeats or whatever, I just, like, screw this, man. I'm like, I'm not into it. I'm not going to, I know I'm not going to do a quality job. So I just grabbed a mountain bike. I'd leave the Garmin at home and I'd just Mm -hmm. go for a ride. Mm -hmm. Hour. Kind of like, in a way, like you're doing right now, just like, just going to go start a ride. Like, I don't know how long I'm going to go, but. You know, if it was bike related, that's what I would do. Yeah. Where I have a hard time is, um, believe it or not, I have a hard time with the run. Like if I get in that funk about the run, which by the way, right now I kind of am in one of those because the knee is still, believe it or not, Randy, the knee is still giving me tr- giving me trouble. Well, I so you know,
1: I I would believe that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, so
0: like I I get out there and I'm like, man, this. Sucks! I'm running 13 minute miles. It's like this is brutal. Like I finished, I I finished two Ironmans. I've done a bunch of marathons. It's like you and finished three Ironmans.
1: I mean, just give yourself and credit it, for the third. And one. it hurts
0: to it hurts to run two miles, three miles, or whatever. I I got up to about five miles, but right now I'm kind of in none of those funks. So right now, my plan is, and I I, I used to do this a lot before I go to bed. I'm going to start putting my shoes right. Like literally where when I take my when I put my feet off the bed in the morning, they almost go right into my shoes.
1: Yeah, I have to do that with my bike stuff if I'm doing it do an early like I have to lay out everything because otherwise I'm it's, just like screw this. Um,
0: I know it sounds weird, but if if I can just put the shoes on, uh, even if I put the shoes on before I put the shorts on, like I'm 10 times more likely to go. Mm-hmm. It's so. I, I know it sounds strange, but no, it works for, for me. It works because you know, like everything's laid out. Like it's right on the nightstand. There's the Garmin. There's the heart rate strap. There's the shorts, the T-shirt, the shoes, and like I literally have to kick the shoes away to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. So I just next week when we get to the house, that's kind of gonna. Be, if I'm still feeling this funk and not want to run. I'm just going to, on the days I got to do a run. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to just take an extra time of prep and and um, and and leave everything out, so I literally have to ignore it, or I have to, which is going to make me feel worse. Like mm-hmm. you took the time to prepare, and you didn't go do it. The other thing I would do on the run is, um, I, and this is one of those things too. It's maybe it's just me, but I I'd, I'd create like different um, different playlists like new oh, yeah. ones yeah and because like you like i love music so and like right now i'm super into this dude named gary clark jr he's like this uh blues guitar player but he's he's out of austin he's amazing dude and you know so uh, i would like what i need to do is i need to create a gary clark jr playlist and you know like have not that to listen look to, to it to.
1: until you go out and run
0: yeah, yeah, and that have way I have something to look forward to. I have something to look forward to, and so that's what I would do. And the swim, you know, I enjoy swimming. So usually, if it's a swim day, unless it's am time constraint, like I'll make it because I, I just, I, and I. By the way, this this came in time because I used to dread swimming because I wasn't very good at it. But now I'm, I like it. Like I like, I like getting to the pool. I like the fact that it's the one place on the planet. That the phone can't ring. No, they still haven't quite figured that out, Randy. How to make phone (laughs) ring in the water, but it's a beautiful thing because it's like it's the one place I can be disconnected. Yeah, Um, and it's it's awesome. Um, And I have one of those waterproof iPods, so I could put that same playlist on that waterproof iPod and did you find your old one or did you get a new one for an hour? uh, I found it. Oh, cool! I found it. I was it was in my desk drawer or something? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm slob, so I just had to find it. Um, clean, clean things up, and there it was. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's that makes me really love the swim is because I get to just tune out from the rest of the world and just for an hour know that the the phone will be there when I'm done. You know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So that's how I kind of overcome the sort of I don't know it's not really burnout but just not really feeling it not really want to do it
1: yeah well I've been uh so I've, I've been digging on Zwift um mm-hmm. so for me I would just get on Zwift and go ride and then you know if there's someone in front of me without you know without any structure just ride and then if there's someone in front of me and I want to try to catch them I'll catch them or if I want to pass them on the hill I will and then when I'm just like okay I need to slow down I, I slow down and so that's been a lot of fun, but then also I've been doing, so I do Zwift and I do, um, trainer road, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Bass turned me on to that. And so then I'll do more of a structured workout, but then I'll just put on a movie on Netflix or, uh, you know, Amazon prime or whatever that I haven't allowed myself to watch that I'm looking forward to. And,
0: um, what are you watching? I'm oh my goodness.
1: So I talked to JC about this, but, uh, One of the best things that is Mr. Robot is just an incredible series. I think you'll really dig it. Um, It's about Hmm. it's about hacking. But if you're if if you like enjoy the movie Fight Club, in American Mm -hmm. Psycho, um, and any type of kind of psychological type of a thriller, it's super good. And it plays like a movie. It's called,
0: it's called Mr. Robot?
1: Yeah, so it's a US, USA Network uh, show. No, it's
0: like a series a show. Yeah,
1: so it's a series, but it oh, plays cool. like a movie. And it's not like cool. a series where each episode stands on its own. It's a series where like, you have to watch the whole thing, otherwise you don't know what's going on. And I kind of like those. Um, Netflix, like a, a walking... or
0: Netflix or Amazon?
1: I think it's, right now it's only on USA On Demand. Oh, okay. Um okay, cool. because the second season's getting ready to come out and it won all sorts of awards on Golden Globe and stuff. Um uh Golden hmm. Globes. But yeah, that's just amazing. Like if you start watching it and you enjoy it, you're gonna be hooked into it.
0: Um I uh I binged on on Zwift this has been a month or two, we were still in the old house, but I binged Making a Murder Oh, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I watched the Dude, first like
1: first few episodes in, of that
0: in like three rides. <laughs> I watched every episode and I like I was there wasn't I wasn't nearly needing to ride three hours or whatever, but I just couldn't turn it off. I'm like, this is just just keep pedaling, keep pedaling, keep watching. The, that thing was that thing was wicked. Like the shit that was going on in that case is just nutty. Well, it's just amazing so, yeah, that it's Bluetooth. actually
1: real. You know it's that's not a story yeah. or a movie that's I real know life. I know,
0: yeah, and I feel like that the like his his little nephew, just brandon Brendan dassey, or whatever his name is just got just feel terrible for the kid, mm-hmm. like he's just and and I don't mean this in a mean way, but he's just too dumb, yeah, and you know they just took total advantage of him, but yeah, anyway, so I was been binging that, and then uh after I got done with that. Um, I'm kind of a Netflix guy because because I'm lazy probably and it's, just, it's there on the Apple TV. Um, Daredevil on Netflix. Have you checked that out?
1: So I've seen it's the, the first, Marvel thing. First few episodes of it and it's it's really good. Um, yeah, it's good. So I've been. Go- Gotham's also good that too.
0: Up. Yeah, I haven't got into that one. Um, That's the Fox series, right, or something? It's a what? Isn't it like Fox? Fox. Yeah, I think it's a Fox, Fox. series. Yeah.
1: It's on Netflix now, but I also watch um, just crappy science fiction, like low budget, lower budget science fiction.
0: Um, like what? I'm dying to hear the what we're talking about here. Coherence, and I can't remember no if it's on Amazon
1: is. Prime or Netflix. It's awesome. So, the whole premise is people are at a uh, at a dinner um, dinner party, and then a comet goes by, and all hell breaks loose. Uh, but it's not like no. a it's not like a cheesy one it's like a psych, uh psychological thing so it's like it gets you thinking and i'm like uh, it's kind of a mind twister um and mm-hmm. I like those um,
0: yeah well at so, the new house we have fios and i'm i can't wait like i'm gonna, it's
1: pretty good i got fios that's pretty good
0: yeah, so we got some i don't know we got we didn't get a lot of channels, but we got the high end internet which is pretty awesome. What, so we like stream a bunch of stuff. 50 by 50? We got 100, 100.
1: 100,
0: okay. Yeah, they had a deal. It was like 100 by 100 with uh, enough channels. And uh, it was like 85 a month base, but then you got to pay for the boxes and all that shit. But yeah. anyway, it's going to make the trainer streaming experience better than it was at my, uh, my old pain cave because we had DSL from AT&T and it was shit.
1: Um, I noticed that when I... <laughs> When I did that super long brick um, for Austin in your garage, mm-hmm. I was oh, like, yeah. I, I was trying to watch the movies on Netflix and uh, it buffered a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was painful. So it won't be that way now. And plus, there... the paint cave will be like right on the other side of the wall from the router, so it'll be it'll be awesome out there.
1: Paint cave inside or out or in the garage?
0: Garage, yeah. Garage, cool. I've actually like I think I'm. I'm pretty sure I had a dream about it last night. At some point, <laughs> I'm like, oh, "How awesome is it going to be to have my bike on the trainer?" And just going to be sitting there, and I got a mountain bike there, and I can just grab it and go on the jeep, and it's going to be cool. But right now, it's a three-car garage, wall to wall boxes stacked to the ceiling. So
1: yeah, we yeah. still have it's still. Uh, so we have a. I guess you could call it a three-car garage, but it's it, there's not three doors, so it's it's two. Oh, it's, I hear you but it's like just deep on one side. It's super deep on one side. So I have all my stuff set up there. I have my workbench there and then I put an old stereo in there. So this this sounds good. I hooked up a, you can buy a little Bluetooth connection thing for like 20 or 30 bucks. So you can turn your old receiver into a Bluetooth receiver and stream all Hmm. your music. And then I've got my, uh, my toolbox there. And I even put like a fold a folding table up on like two, uh, to um, like uh, plastic boxes so I can have my computers all right in front of me and uh, stuff.
0: so you didn't buy the Wahoo table you went you just made yourself one
1: I made myself one I'm still eyeing that thing um, yeah because this one is not the most stable of all things so if I go to type something uh, the whole thing rocks back and forth so uh, yeah but that yeah, that wahoo table is, is is super cool I'm really impressed with Wahoo and it dovetails into something else. So I've got the Wahoo ticker, the and so do you. Mm-hmm. That yep. heart rate strap. I'm not talking about the heart rate monitor. Heart rate monitor is great because it broadcasts in Bluetooth and ANT Plus at the same time. Right. I'm talking about the strap is just incredible. Like the Garmin strap, like bunches up on me because of my yeah. my fat my side fat rolls. <laughs> and like, and I some, know.
0: I well, you know what's sad? I know exactly what you mean.
1: <laughs> and I hate it, right? But the but yeah. the. Um, the uh, Wahoo strap is just great. Um, it doesn't yeah, do that to Yeah, I me. like it,
0: too. I use it for testing, too, because it's the adjustability of it. it, it stays adjusted where the Garmin one will loosen up. And so I use it for testing, which I'm, I've got literally have 20, I think I have, no, wait, I have 31 tests to do, uh, blood lactate threshold tests Saturday and Sunday.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, so they're stacked up working seven to seven to five with an hour break Saturday and Sunday, just getting everyone, like everyone's getting cranked out. So
1: that's going to be, if you feel like joining fun. us,
0: we'll be at, we'll be at impact performance and fitness in South Lake. Who has, from me. Yep. Who has uh, graciously allowed us to do our testing there, which is pretty awesome. Of that's Kevin a and, great place. That place is awesome. And he like, he just, he allows me to just to do whatever tests we need in there. It's super cool. And, um, had a couple of athletes join just having been exposed to it. And it doesn't hurt when guys like DeMarcus Ware and right. Chris Davis and Craig Gentry and David and David Murphy are working out in there. They, I mean, that place, they, they know their stuff there. So, yeah, it's really, uh, it's, yeah. So I've yeah, cool got a bunch place. of tests to do this weekend. For sure.
1: That's a lot um, of finger pricks.
0: A lot of finger pricks. Matter of fact, you just reminded me, I got to make a note that I have to go to uh, CVS and buy some of those uh, single use, a bunch of those single use uh, finger pricking things because I don't think I have enough. So yeah, I had to buy eight boxes uh, of test strips, so, uh, which is a lot of test strips. Um, Amazon thank you. You get them from Amazon? No, dude. It was, uh, now you can't You've got to buy them directly from the manufacturer, which is a, which kind of sucks because they're super expensive. But I don't know. It's what we do for our athletes, Randy. We just include it because we need it as coaches, and they need it as athletes. So we're I just think it's the single probably
1: most important thing you could possibly do for your training is to have an accurate, uh, have an accurate uh, lactate threshold test on the bike and the run.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Get those zones dialed in. And I'm using Coggin now and not what the club had. So they're able to just plug it. We're able to speak the same language, plug it straight into Training Peaks. So it's there's no translation there, which is kind of nice. So
1: Yeah, and I switched mine over to um, Coggin, too, when you mentioned that. And I noticed, I can tell the difference. I mean, Zone 2 is a little Dude, bit slower, um, which I think yep. it should be. Um hmm and so it's um, it's i I feel like I'm going easy when I'm in zone two. Whereas before, I kind of felt like I, you know, I was like this. I just this didn't just didn't feel right uh, when I was at the top of zone two on, with the with the club me- methodology. Which I have I've scoured the internet. I have no idea what that that's based off of.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know either. But um, you'll notice if you look at Coggin um, threshold. So the way that we used to do it, threshold in the old zones were top end of zone three, where right. cog in threshold is, is is middle to top end of zone four. Yeah, which is smack in the middle. So,
1: yeah, I, I noticed that too. So I, I so think it's, it's moved a
0: little bit, which is which shi- which is why zone two has shifted uh, a little bit as well. So I don't know. It's reason I did it is like. I finally the light bulb went off in my head, and I'm like, "Why am I questioning guys like Freeland Coggin? Am I an asshole?" (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) makes no sense.
1: (laughs) Think about it. Everything is based off of that, right? So, I mean, your TSS scores, your form score, your acute training load, your chronic training load, everything. So, if that is the gold standard, which it is, then why wouldn't we use their methodology? So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a solid uh, move.
0: Yeah, so you got time, dude? Come by this weekend. I'll be there all day Saturday and Sunday. And uh, even if you just want to come by and have some lunch, i think I'm taking noon, the noon hour off both days. So, okay, swing I, by there.
1: I'll do it. Um, what else we got? Well, I posted something up on the Feel Your Fire uh, page about um, about how people kind of integrate their family into their training and or
0: mm-hmm.
1: or um, you know, plan their training around their families because I know, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing. It's somewhat of a selfish sport. Uh, we spend an inordinate amount of time on our own. And so I got some pretty good feedback from a lot of people.
0: Um, like what? You're curious. Uh, I think I, well, I only read a few of the comments. I've been so busy that I haven't never well, had a chance of, to read them all.
1: A lot of folks take their kids to the pool. So, um, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Jaleen. She, uh, whatever, yeah, maybe she, um, one of them, t- one somebody takes their kids to the pool and basically on their recovery laps, the kids get in the pool and kind of race them, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, uh, that was cool. uh, I think it was
0: Jolene. Uh, it sounds like something she would do. Yeah.
1: Um, and
0: she swims at the Y, so it's super kid friendly too.
1: Yeah. And she, t- she also
0: mentioned that which, she, which she, by the way, I think is a point, right? Randy, I mean, if you're going to do your training, do it places where that are family friendly so that, you know, it just makes that interaction a little easier. Like, you know, yeah. If and it's, just, if you're going to the natatorium, it's going to be harder to have the kid in the pool than if you're going to the Y or right. Like for you, Keller point is, comes to mind, right? I mean, yeah, I actually, a I,
1: I swim at LA fitness now, which they have a daycare too. So, and that's kind of cool for the kids because they can look forward to that. And when I was in college, I worked at a gym that had a big childcare center and it was all decked out with the latest and greatest toys and everything like that. So the kids, the kids dig on it. Um, let's see. What did uh, some people take their kids along with the bikes? Uh, Dustin Quigley, since he's uh, is an uh, incredible athlete. He his kids ride the mm-hmm. bike while he runs. Um, And let's see. Tommy Johnson takes his kids uh, to the races, so they do destination races. So it's kind of like a uh, yeah a, a uh, vacation for the whole family. That's
0: so Day- what I try to do too. Although the Woodlands, Texas, isn't exactly a hot spot, but like when we went up to Whistler, like everybody went and they had a bl- We we had a we had a blast. While I didn't have a great race, we had an awesome time, and I try to do that for as many races as I can because that kind of keeps it fun for the for the for the whole crew.
1: Yeah. Well, Whistler's, I mean, you, it's just gorgeous up there. I mean, it's like like God created just a paradise. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to go back, dude. I mean, I have my, my – um, we'll have to talk about this, but I've uh, kind of started to get – I got back to writing my goals down, and so I have these index cards, and uh-huh. um, one of them is my trip back to Whistler, and so uh, I can't wait to go back. Um, not only do the race, but just like you said, just enjoy being there because not only is the place beautiful, but the people are amazing, it's super friendly, and it's it's a kick-ass place, man.
1: Well, you yeah, have unfinished business there, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Let's see what else. Uh, some people work out in the evening, and I've done this work out actually later at night when everyone's falling asleep. You know, obviously you can't. Mm-hmm. It's probably better to do it like a trainer ride, or if you have a treadmill to do something like that. Um, David, Ball. I think, I, go,
0: go ahead. I think like the easiest way to integrate everything and and have it not, you know, not, there may not be not be any conflict. While they sleep, you train. Whether that's late at night or more preferably, at least for me, like I'll get up at five. If I'm training for something, you know, a big a race, like I'll just get up early in the morning and. Knock it out before everybody even gets up to shower, and that way, like it's aside from being a little tired that evening, maybe um, I'm not impacting anybody else that mm-hmm. way, you know. Yeah, harder on the weekends, of course, because you know those are long; those are longer days, you know, especially if you're doing half Iron Ironman, Ironman. You're in the peak point of the training. You're looking at a four-hour day for seventy point three, and a seven-hour day, eight-hour day, sometimes for uh an Ironman, but during the week, um, it's due in the morning or late at night. And then, you know, the other thing I tell people, I've been doing these, uh, Trent's had me once a month at the Trash Shop doing the So You Want to Be an Ironman presentation. And one of the things I tell people is, um, and you and I talked about this too, like you got to get buy-in, man. Like mm-hmm. if you blindly go and register for these big races and you don't have buy-in from the family, you're making a big mistake because... It, 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 as much of this stuff, uh, as much as you try to do the right thing and have it not impact the family, it's gonna. It just is. It's going to impact the family. So, I just have the conversation. You know, mm-hmm. be be upfront about it and make sure everybody's bought in and you got support. And it just makes it so much easier for you. You know, down the road. So, don't let's yeah. not forget that, that piece of advice. You know. Well, I just
1: you know, Tabitha and Scott's, uh, Tabitha Hill and Scott sees, mentioned, you know, just sitting down with their, you know, their family and saying, this is what my week looks like. So not mm-hmm. only do you have the buy-in on the front end, but you have basically a weekly buy-in. So people are like, oh yeah, I I remember. And I did say that that was okay. Mm-hmm. Instead of just waking up and saying, Hey, I can't go to the zoo with the family because I have a four hour break today.
0: Yeah. The other thing that I've do, um, since I've incorporated that blueprint, um, like I, I sub I I give the people the blueprint, which is basically the roadmap for the entire training block. So most of the time for Iron Man, it's like twenty four weeks for the main block. Um, I give them that, and I say, hey, go to Kinko's and get it printed big and put it on the fridge, so that there's always that reference point, right? Mm-hmm. So people can see what that week looks like for you, and try to make it fun, like. Have the kids shade in when you've you know the week that you've 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 just finished. Like you know, have them incorporated into the process. Have them bought it bought in by by involving them, and it'll go a long long way.
1: Agreed. They like to color stuff. I just throw. I like to throw Ava in the strip in the stroller. So Saturdays and Sundays, if I'm doing a run, you know she she really digs it, and she almost always goes wow, yeah. to sleep. So. I get her in the stroller which, and, and uh we just go and uh
0: which is a nice bonus when you get home and you just want to get something to eat. she's already asleep. It's probably much easier, right?
1: yes, but she usually wakes up <clears throat> grumpy when we get back. Triyl takes his ginormous dog, uh, yeah
0: with him Triton that dog's name is Triton
1: that's a cool name, it's a cool dog, yeah, it's a he very says,
0: cool dog, so he, he brought he brought him to um Oceanside, both years, that we did it together, and uh, like we, you know, stayed in the same place. And so, I, like, there's actually a picture of me somewhere on Facebook of I'm laying in the dog bed, and it's plenty <laughs> big, and I'm a big dude, but that dog is so big that his dog bed is perfectly comfortable for me. So it's kind of nice.
1: You want to know what's funny about dogs is? So Tinkerbell had the ear surgery, my boxer, mm-hmm. and so the 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 vet was like. Uh, no,
0: your your mail your mail boxer Tinkerbell, my
1: male intact, <laughs> unneutered boxer named Tinkerbell. Uh,
0: he's still one of the funniest things ever to me. I don't know why.
1: He's he's <laughs> awesome. I thought, uh, but he used to be like ripped, right? Like super. He had veins all going through his legs and everything because like he used to run with me, and and to his credit, that dog would go with me on long runs. Like I wouldn't take him on long runs in the summer. Uh, but he, no problem, six, seven, even, you know, I took him on a 10 miler one time. He has no problem with it when it's cool out, but I never, I never really took into consideration like the effect from a physical standpoint that the training had on him, but mm-hmm. he's gained like 10 pounds since he has been running with me. And he, T- he,
0: Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell is a fatty.
1: Tinkerbell got fat, man. <laughs> and he's got no veins anymore. Uh, they're sticking out and he just looks like a. I mean, he still looks like a big boxer, but he's uh,
0: still one of, the, still one of the coolest dogs ever,
1: man. Well, he got a little playmate so too, so Lola is now part of the family. I
0: saw that. Yeah, saw that. She's a, a little puppy.
1: She's a maniac, but she's very cute.
0: Her name is Lola. She was a showgirl.
1: Yes, she <laughs> looks walks like a girl, but talks like a man. Uh, <laughs> all right, do we have any other thing?
0: No, I think we're done. All right. All right, so we got to um, we got to get bunk on track. So let's uh, let's put it out to the universe that we're going to put it up. We're gonna get back on track to weekly episodes, Mister Messman.
1: Back on track.
0: Let's get this done.
1: We're going to do it. We're going to yep. do it. I don't even know what the heck these show notes are going to look like. I guess we could burn out. Right, training, we'll so figure I'll it out. I'll type them up and get them over to you.
0: Um, I have the notes you sent me, and so yeah, type something up and I'll get them submitted. But Yep, let's wrap. We'll get it out for the weekends listening. So as people are doing their rides, so I'll just. Uh, well, let's
1: also keep each, sure. each other accountable, and, and the let's let the universe keep us accountable. So, what are you going to uh, do? What are we going to do this week to get us closer closer to our goals, nutritionally and or from an exercise standpoint?
0: Let's see. What am I going to do? I'm going to move into the new house. Well, yeah. Uh, so so I have, obviously, I have time. Cool. Um. Set up the pain cave for sure. Uh, and I think, here, so here's my commitment. I'm going to run, I'm going to run eight miles next in the next week. Okay. Total. I'll probably run more, hopefully. But minimum eight miles okay. by, the time, uh, by this time next week. So it's Friday now. By next Friday, uh, eight miles, which is nothing. But for most people that listen to this, but for me right now, it's, uh, it's a it's decent amount of mileage, so All right. that, that's my that's my quantifiable measure of success. Eight miles right. on the road.
1: So I'm gonna go with 15 miles running, okay. and I'll say 50 on the bike. Well, now let's go 60 on the bike. I'll do 60 on the 60 bike. 60
0: on the bike is salty. All right. Salty, so 15.
1: Like so we're gonna do uh, in multiples of 15. So 15 and 60.
0: Okay, I got to do a bike thing then cuz I I feel I feel like I have to match your wits here. Uh I'm going to do 8 on the road running and I'm going to do I'm going to equal your 60 on the bike. Nice. And but to raise to raise the ante on this. Okay. Half, half of it's going to be on the mountain bike which is different for sure.
1: So you're going to do 30 outside. on the mountain bike which means
0: 30 on the trail and 30 outside. on the Yes, outside, outside in the elements.
1: Well, it is absolutely gorgeous right now. So,
0: so we will check in. We're gonna check next time we speak, and we will see if we were successful or not. And and we'll have training peaks to To keep us off.
1: And I'm committing to not eating an entire box of golden double stuff Oreos.
0: Yeah, I heard about that. That's, 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 that's good work.
1: David, it was, I'm telling you, dude, it was, it was just embarrassing. Like if any normal person would have just seen the level of indulgence and debauchery, <laughs> debauchery they were just shaking their head about, you know, it was complete it, I mean, talk about, you know, self-destructive behaviors. It was just bad. Oh, well.
0: You're getting better, dude.
1: Well, I'm putting it out there. I'm admitting it. The
0: other thing I want you to do is, and I'll do this if I if I look at your training peaks on Sunday and it's not in there, I'm doing it for you. But I'd, by the way, I'd rather not have to do it. Go to Training Peaks and put down that put that countdown clock in there for yourself. Okay. So every Monday, put a placeholder in there that says X weeks till Louisville. X weeks till Louisville. Every week that way, once a week, you got that mental checkpoint says. Um, seven months out, six months out, five months out. That way it gives you a kick in the pants. Yeah, especially since Mondays are your long days. Yes,
1: right? you normally it just depends. Work has just been that's another thing. Work has just been crazy. People are losing their minds yeah. over the thirty dollar oil.
0: Um, Dude, it took me. I think it cost. It's costing me like nineteen bucks to fill the Jeep up. It's a beautiful thing for me, but I know for your business it's not so good.
1: It's just bad. I mean, people are getting laid off. Like just in droves, it's very, it's sad. And I know, you know, we're kind of insulated like the Dallas, like I just heard an incredible talk from an economist, he had a PhD in uh, economics, and he was talking about how insulated like the I-35 corridor is, but mm-hmm. when you start to get away from the I-35 corridor, so the I-35 corridor would be San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, Oklahoma City. Right. Once you get away from that, I mean, it's like, People are going to be hurting uh, pretty badly, mm-hmm. uh, if especially in Oklahoma, which is unfortunate. But it is what it well, is. I'm, heard, I'm
0: hearing that you know Midland was shitting in high cotton a year ago, and I'm hearing it's they're losing their minds out there too because you know they went from being rolling in, there, in it economically to now it's like, holy shit, what are we going to do? Well, so, and not to turn it's, out it's on this. This thing is so cyclical, man. Yeah, it's so cyclical. Like well, Will gas be four bucks a a gallon again? I don't. I hope not. But it'll it'll correct itself.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just interesting what he compared to. Has he compared to uh, sales tax revenue uh, collected between basically for the month of mid November through mid December, uh, Mm -hmm. year over year? And Midland was down twenty eight percent. And A healthy number is like a two percent increase. Dallas, actually, Fort Worth was up like seven and a half percent. So Dallas, Fort Worth is killing it just from just because there's so it's so diversified. But uh, right, it was just a really interesting talk. And uh, uh, but yeah, another thing about Midland, interesting is I used to have to go out there on a regular basis, and, and you can always kind of gauge the economic health of an area by looking at hotel rates. And it no, used, to, yeah. used to be three hundred bucks to stay at uh, the Hampton Inn of all places per Nuts. night in, in Midland, Texas, and now it's one hundred and eighty eight. Which one hundred eighty eight is still pretty heavy, but you yeah. know to have that cut in half tells you something about what's going on economically,
0: for sure. All right, brother, I got to wrap. I'll holler at you later. Um, everybody, enjoy the show. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Train hard.